everybody. So we're really excited. We are here to talk about the Doctor Who uh, special, Christmas special that aired last night. Uh, the uh, Twice Upon a Time was what the full title was, Doctor Who Twice Upon a Time. And uh, yeah, Jonathan is here to talk about it with me. Hello. Yeah. And we it might be kind of confusing because we covered season 10. And then we covered season one, <laughs> and now we're covering this Christmas special. So kind of all over the place. Sorry about that. That's just because I was new to Doctor Who, so dove into season ten, and then now we're going back, and I'm, I'm being introduced to the other seasons. And uh, so, but now we're jumping back into season ten, uh, so, or season eleven, whichever you consider this as part of. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's an interesting situation. <laughs> but, when we started getting to about ten minutes toward the end, and different things started happening, I was like, "Oh, this is where it's going to get a little dicey with what Rachel has and hasn't seen," because there was a lot of references to things uh, that had happened in previous few few seasons. Yeah, and I was hoping you'd be able to follow it pretty well, and I don't think that it made it too complicated. No, but, it wasn't. I could follow it, and I know enough kind of about what's happened that I, I I was okay. But what did you think about this? What was your overall feeling about this special? I absolutely loved it. Interesting. <laughs> I I thought it was so good. I was in 100% in all the way. I was, yeah, I loved it. Okay. I, I, maybe this shows my lack of experience with the show, maybe, but I was kind of met on it. It was okay. I didn't hate it, but I had, I did have definitely had some issues. Start off with going back to uh, 709 episodes, going back to the uh, first doctor and his, I guess, that, is that his last episode? Yeah, it was going to be, that's his regeneration episode. Yeah, and so he is resisting the regeneration, uh, and we see we see that it, that was kind of fun to see that throwback, and and uh, so we we see that little bit, and then we see that the the Capaldi Doctor meets the first Doctor, and uh, the the time has kind of stopped. And the snow has like stopped. Everything has just sort of stopped. What do you think of that setup? I was slightly confused at first, and I realized later on that I think this everything was stopping because of the fact that both doctors had kind of decided that they were not going to regenerate, but if they don't regenerate, they're going to die. But like if the first, do first doctor dies, then everything that has happened to get to the 12th doctor doesn't happen, which kind of with the effect that he's had on time itself, basically that's just going to destroy time. Because if everything that he has done in between the first 12th doctor doesn't happen, then He's he saved the universe so many times. So basically, I think time has frozen because I think they're looking at time sort of like what might happen for a computer. The 
the computer doesn't know what to do if something is going to throw off its entire program. And it's not, I don't think it's explained too well, but I think that that's what they were going for. Yeah. So I, I didn't initially get it at first, but after thinking about it, I'm pretty sure that's what they were doing, and then I was fine with it. Well, they're both trying to stop their own regenerations. Isn't that why the doctor's at the, at the South Pole to begin with? Is to try to like extinguish and like the regeneration. Yeah, he's. I'm not sure exactly why they picked the South Pole, but that's what he's doing there. He just he doesn't want to go on. He wants to die right then and there. Mm. Yeah, so he wants to die. He doesn't want to regenerate. Yeah, he wants his life to end. Because mm. if he if he regenerates, then he basically just starts a whole, whole new fall over again, and he's. He's just tired of going on. He doesn't want to go on anymore. Yeah. So they end up getting interrupted by this captain. And the captain is basically says, are you, are you either of you a doctor? Which was very cheeky. Gaddis, I guess is the name of the doctor. That's playing the, uh, yes. Mark, the captain. Mark Gaddis. Mark Gaddis is an actor and a writer. He has written for the show multiple times. And he's actually been on the show before, but this is a new character, mm-hmm. um, not one he's played before. But mm-hmm. he's been with the show since not too many years after the show restarted. So he's he's been on he's been on the show with the show a long time. Yeah. So yeah, what do you did you think that was funny? Did you like it? That was another instance where I was trying to figure out what exactly was going on, but I do like him as an actor, and I like this character, especially mm-hmm. later when you find out who the character is, which I don't know that you'll have understood. But okay. yes, I I liked him. Well, I thought that it was funny. I thought it was a funny joke. I did not like a lot of the other humor in this. I do not think it is... I mean, I felt like they kind of brought back the first Doctor so that they could like make fun of how racist he was and homophobic and uh sexist and everything else it's like i don't know i don't like that i i mean i don't know like not everybody in the past was like that and i I just don't understand bringing back your your original character just to be like oh look how silly and horrible person you were and how racist and sexist and homophobic and ha 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 look how elevated we are now that we don't do those kind of things i'm like well i didn't like that at all that was a miss for me that humor the thing is though the doctor was like that in the old series he actually he did have his companions clean and get tea and he did kind of treat them as a servant in a way. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw, an, I, while I, I was waiting for us to start, I actually went and found an interview with Stephen Moffat that he put up last night, or the Doctor Who channel put up last night. And he said that he had two options when bringing back that doctor. It was One was basically to pretend that the doctor has never had those attitudes before and just pretend that everything we didn't like about the show back then never happened or sort of 
embrace the fact that he was like that and have the doctor now be horribly embarrassed by his attitude in the past, which I thought worked really well because to me, thinking back about some views that I've had in the past, if I met myself from like 10 years ago and I talked about different views I had 10 years ago, I would be mortified by some of my own views. Mm. And to have that happened to the doctor, I thought was kind of brilliant because the first doctor was not perfect. And I'm not, and people who have those kind of views, I'm not saying that they're awful people because I know people like that. And there's, they're not innately awful. They don't understand why their views aren't the greatest. Mm-hmm. But to be confronted with the way you used to be, I thought, I thought the 12th doctor's reaction to his past self was kind of brilliant. He was just the way he was mortified by his, the views that he'd held so many years ago. I, I actually really liked that. I think it could have been done well, I, but not in a comic way. I did not like it as like, oh, the joke, look, he's racist. That's so funny. I was not a fan, but, uh, but it could have been interesting and had those, uh, had, had that sort of poignancy about it, but I don't know. It didn't work for me. I, I didn't like it. I thought I it was pretty like groan-inducing. If they, had, if they had done it any other way than comedy, I think that they would have been um, criticized for being preachy. Because if they had tried to do it straight up, as in the doctor, I don't know, dramatically explaining why the old doctor's views are wrong, that to me that would have felt forced and I would not have liked that. I think comedy was the best way to handle something mm. like that. Well, I guess we will ag- agree to disagree on that point. I didn't like it. I thought it was really cringy. But uh but anyway, and I mean I just I just felt like it was just sort of like, oh, the old man, the old racist man, how funny. Uh, I don't know. Didn't like it. But um but anyway, so uh, this captain comes uh, in, and uh, he's it's World War One, and the time has uh, like stopped in the battle in the World War One, and uh, so then they get kind of involved in that, and uh, they there's a lot of exposition in here, and I and I fully admit I probably didn't kind of understand all of it, but there's a lot of. Uh, stuff that felt a little self-congratulatory to me a lot of like stuff about how like time and time uh and and change and how change is inevitable and all all this stuff but uh but anyway there's like this timeline error and uh and so they're in in the world war one and this is the part i thought worked the best you know i always like when they go back in time that's my fave and so World War One thing really worked, uh, and uh, it had the the reenactment, I guess, of the uh, of the Christmas Day uh, armistice that happened mm-hmm. in World War One, where uh, the the soldiers started singing uh, "Silent Night" and uh, and other carols, and they had a truce just for or tr- maybe it's a Christmas Day truce. I can't remember what it's called, but but. Had this truce. It's the. It's really the only time in, in any conflict like that that this has happened, and it just stopped yeah. for one day, uh, in that horrible war, uh, to celebrate Christmas. 
Yeah, when it when it was revealed that that's the day that this was taking place on, I was just like, this is brilliant, because it it could have been just any other day on the battlefield, but to have it take place during this one happy moment, I don't know. I just I love that reveal, and I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was. It's one of those times where I was thinking, and I don't know if you'll agree with me on this whole episode, but I thought that for something like this, this is one of Stephen Moffat's twist reveals that I thought was just brilliant. This is Stephen Moffat at his at one of his best. Hmm. So what, what would you say what a, about it was a twist? Because it wasn't, for all intents and purposes, at the beginning of the episode, to us, it was just a regular old battle. It was just two sides of a terrible war fighting with each other. But the twist comes in that we had no idea what day this took place on. And when the German soldiers started saying Silent Night, then you realize that, oh, we've kind of been wrong this whole time about what we thought this day was. This is actually Christmas, and this is the day when the Christmas armistice took place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I... I I guess I wouldn't really I didn't really think of that as a twist. Uh it's just sort of I don't know. It was just the day that it happened to be, I guess. Uh but um uh but it was really nice. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I I thought I mean I really love that story. There's a uh a really good movie Joan Noel about that same story. I really recommend uh, it's a really moving event in human history, you know, when, when in this just terrible, horrible war and that uh, you have these people just putting, putting aside these, this horrible war for one day. Uh, and I think that's what makes it moving is because it's not, it didn't end the war. It was just like this one moment, one day. And so I thought it was really nice. I liked it. Uh, and so I guess, yeah, I mean, for Stephen Moffat, it was good, <laughs> but I would just never think of it as one of his twists. But, uh, but anyway, I, I think that, uh, it, it was nice, especially because obviously this is a Christmas special and we live in these really divisive times. And so I think, uh, reminding people of the, this, this moment where in this horrible war that people people were just celebrating Christmas for one day, you know, it was a, mm-hmm. it's a lovely thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. And, uh, and, you know, you have these two different doctors from different worlds and stuff. And there were some really fun moments when like, I, I liked better than the, uh, Oh, look how racist you are. I liked better the moments, uh, when they were like, Oh, you have sunglasses and or works versus like a monocle you have look at the tardis and look how you know it looks so big and and changed you know changed everything the sonic screwdriver uh is different uh that you know that he the the new doctor shows the old doctor all that stuff that was more fun for me yeah i really liked all those scenes Mm -hmm. it's different ways they've toyed around with this in the past when different doctors have met each other as they kind of criticize different choices that he, that their future version has made. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the way they did that, having the 
first doctor talking to this person that's so so far in the in his future and just not really seeing not really understanding how any of these changes could have been made because really everything about doctor who is completely different than it was back in the during the time of the first doctor and i really liked that they had those two worlds meet and have a little commentary on the way they do things differently yeah that was really nice i liked it a lot too uh so i think i need a little bit more explanation as far as so bill in this uh special so she appears she's so excited to see the doctor and but the doctor he's happy to see her and he loves her but he's not convinced that this is the real bill and there's this whole thing called testimony can you elaborate on what that was so as far i'm i'm gonna need to watch this a few times to like 100 percent figure out what exactly was going on but as far as i can tell testimony is a species either that or they're some kind of artificial intelligence that collect memories and recreate people after they've died so they find someone at the moment right before their death they take them and recreate their memories and then put them back so that they can die and then they have this other version of them that sort of gets to live forever and Mm -hmm. i'm not i think that the bill that we see in this episode is a recreation of bill right before and i'm not in i'm going to need a little more explanation about Mm. this exactly but i think it's right before she left with heather the the puddle girl Mm -hmm. because she couldn't quite remember what happened to heather but she remembered that Heather came and took her. Is Heather so, a kind of testimony? I was wondering if that was going to be a reveal, but they never went back to that. And I don't, I kind of don't think so. That, she kind of looked that like her a little bit. I know. I know. And I thought that would have been brilliant to have it revealed that Heather was one of them. And maybe she was, and I just missed something, but like mm-hmm. I said, it's not 100% clear yet. I'm I'm going to need a f- couple more watches and maybe read some interviews. Yeah. <laughs> well, because the these testimonies, yeah, because these testimonies, it's not just that they collect memories. It's that they collect the memory before you die. Yeah. That, that, uh, and then that kind of identifies you as who you are. But the problem is, is this captain, he, the time stopped right before she could collect his memory and so it's like this weird sort of spot that they're in yeah the time stopped right when he was going to be taken so then he was out of the time being stopped and i'm not sure exactly how he wound up in south america or the south pole it's like i said i'm gonna need to watch it a couple more times to figure out everything exactly yeah because they're like, they're, and then there's some discussion of them like basically exchanging Bill for the captain or something like that. Did you get that? Yeah, and I'm not sure what that would have done for them. Because I, I think that, I don't know that they would have actually given him 
bill permanently because yeah i don't know yeah another thing i need to watch a few more times to completely understand what they were talking about i I feel like that about a few different doctor who episodes but normally i've watched them multiple times before i'm talking in depth about them this one i literally just watched a couple hours ago right me too this is like a post-show kind of recap kind of thing and and they end up in the old tardis yes because they had two tardises in the same area the the testimony took the 12th doctor's tardis but they didn't realize that there was another one that they could use to fly around in as well Mm-hmm. So they were using the first Doctor's TARDIS, which I really liked how they recreated that really well. It looked like it did in the old show, except brighter and in color. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, I just really liked that. Yeah. So they're trying to like take the testimony back to like their original planet, I think. And that's when they meet the Dalek. Right? Yeah. Well... <laughs> They were trying to find answers, and the Daleks, he figured, would know because the Daleks are a hive mind. Basically, everything that they know is all in one huge database. So he was trying to find a Dalek that could help them. And this is another thing that I know you will not know because you have not watched, I think this was season eight or nine, the Dalek that he that he went and found was actually a Dalek from another episode mm. that was sort of on the verge of turning good. So it's not like this purely benevolent Dalek, but he's not evil, like evil, evil, like I want to kill absolutely everyone, like most Daleks are. Mm, okay. But he still has access to that Dalek knowledge because he is a Dalek. So that's why they went to seek him out so they could try and find some more answers. Have this uh, this Dalek and uh, the you you find they find out who testimony is or this testimony is is this professor. You get a moment where where the doctor says that it's not an evil plan. I don't really know what to do when it isn't an evil plan. This is Bill isn't in denial. She knows exactly who and what she is. And she's okay with it. So she she had accepted, I guess, the the puddle lady, and she she knew that she's in the she knew what she was, I guess. And basically, basically, Bill knew that she was part of testimony now, or a testimony, yeah. or what exactly? I don't. I'm still not 100% clear on. Um, she knew that she was not purely, she knew she was not human Bill anymore. She was perfectly fine with being part of this group of aliens, robots. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what they were. But she, knew she was fine being part of this collective group of beings that were collecting memories, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was interesting and uh and i like that the doctors the number one doctor said by any analysis evil should always win good is not a practical survival strategy it requires loyalty 
and self-sacrifice and love. And so why does good prevail? What keeps the balance between good and evil? And basically like the answer to that question is the doctor. At least that's what I thought. Captain revealed himself to be the grandfather of a character who is a huge part of the old series. So for several years in like, I think the sixties and seventies, the doctor was stranded on earth. He Mm -hmm. had no TARDIS and he basically worked, he basically worked with unit and his main point of contact with them was someone in unit, the brigadier Alistair Lethbridge Stewart. And this person who they've just saved goes on to become his grandfather. So he saved the grandfather of someone who would later become one of his best friends on earth. And like, as you have not that much knowledge of the show, mm-hmm. I didn't think you were going to quite get that. But as soon as he said his last name, I was like, oh, oh okay. wow, kind of big. Oh, I I didn't get that. I mean, I I did get because of course the doctor uh, basically Bill says like you need to be able to say goodbye. You need to let go, and that's this is really hard. And uh, the uh, the because the one has already said goodbye. Basically, he's already he's gone at this point. And so then the twelve Bill says like it's really hard. Letting go is really hard. And so they bring back Nardle. You get to see him. And, and he's sort of joking about his hair. And then they have Clara come back. And yes. yes. And all of the, he remembers everything about Clara. And, they're, and she says, don't, don't go forgetting me again. Because quite frankly, that was offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I really liked that scene. I I wasn't sure how much of that you were going to get because you hadn't been around for Clara, but uh-huh. yeah, I I really liked that scene. I was glad to see her one last time before 12 was gone. Mm-hmm. It was it was nice that they were able to bring her back for a cameo. Yeah, and it's basically it kind of remind it's like uh kind of reminded me of like the end of um Les Mis. <laughs> When when all the the people that have died come back and are like, okay, Javert, uh, uh, okay, Jean Valjean, you're ready, you're ready for a break. <laughs> We're gonna take you now. <laughs> you 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 fought the good fight. You're done. <laughs> it's kind of how it felt to me a little bit. The way they've explained on Doctor Who that to regenerate is basically letting your current self die. So it is kind of a death in a way, even though you go on and become a totally different person, who you are now kind of dies. So it is in a way a death. And they've, they've had other doctors approach regeneration with trepidation because they don't want to die. Uh-huh. So that's, that's where this was going. This is basically, he, he doesn't want to die but he also wants to die yeah it's very conflicted in this moment and i really like that they had his former companions come and tell him it's going to be okay yeah it was nice it was really nice and uh, he kind of gives a final speech he says well i suppose 
one more lifetime won't kill anyone. Well, except for me. And he says, he says uh, to uh, never be cruel, never be cowardly, and never eat pears. Remember, <laughs> hate is always foolish and love is always wise. And never tell anyone your name. No one would understand it anyway, except children. Children can hear it. Sometimes if their hearts are in the right place and the stars are, are too, children can hear your name. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I really liked that scene. Yeah, that was that, nice. I, I just loved his farewell monologue there. That was, that was really great. Peter Capaldi did such a good job with that scene. Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice, and uh, you know, and uh, it seemed to capture his personality throughout at least the season that I saw. Moment where he lets go, and then we see the new Doctor. What did you think? I loved that scene so much. That was so good. I wish we could have seen a little bit more of her, but I I really loved the way they did it, and. We only got like, was it two words of dialogue, I think? Uh -huh. Very little, but enough that I could catch that I really liked her accent because she doesn't have like a British accent or like Peter Qualley had a Scottish accent. Um, I think I, I could be wrong. I think it's maybe called a Yorkshire accent. I used to watch a show called The Last of the Summer Wine, okay. which, was, which was a BBC sitcom, a Britcom. And I just loved their accents on that show. And I'm pretty sure that that's the accent she had. And this is probably a kind of a ridiculous thing to be geeking out over, but I just loved that she had that accent. And I really hope I'm not wrong. And I really hope she has this accent for the, for the series coming forward. It just, it'll give it a little bit of a different flavor because we always have mostly the same accents. And I, I love that they were giving her this other, mm -hmm. I think Northern accent, but I, I just, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. I thought it worked. I thought it was a pretty, pretty good way to sort of end on a good note for, for Capaldi and bringing in uh, this new doctor. And yeah, I think she only said something like, uh, Oh, brilliant. I think is what she said. Yeah. Uh, when she something. saw her reflection. Mm hmm. And so hopefully it will be brilliant. Hopefully it'll be great. Hopefully she'll be well-written and yeah. something, something not just a gimmick. Uh, not I don't really even want them to mention it. You know, I just want the show to keep going on as always. It's just now the doctor is a woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want it to be like lampshaded every episode. Yeah. And do you know, will she... Sorry. Do you know, will she not have one solitary companion or will be all three of those people that we, that they put out? I have, I don't know for sure. I have seeing the end, the way the episode ended. I'm now, it's complete speculation. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they had the doctor meet the grandfather of the brigadier makes me wonder if they're sort of going towards a TARDIS-less season. Because it looked like the TARDIS was at least semi-destroyed, and she fell out the door. Like, the TARDIS flew away and disappeared without her. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering if maybe the next season she's not going to have a TARDIS. 
to travel around with. And maybe she's going to end up staying with these people that we've seen in the preview images for the upcoming season. Because that's how they did it back in like the late 60s, early 70s. Hmm. The doctor was on Earth, did not travel the galaxy. He just helped UNIT stave off alien threats that were attacking Earth. And people really liked that that season or seasons of the show. No TARDIS. Like no going back in time, no going forward in time. Yeah, I, I, like I said, this is complete, complete speculation. I have no idea if that's what they're going to do. Huh. But the way that she fell out of the TARDIS and basically lost the TARDIS at the end of the episode makes me wonder if that's maybe the, maybe this season will be about her trying to find the TARDIS again. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. Whatever happens is going to be interesting, and I'm excited to find out where they're going to take this. Yeah. Yeah, it will be really interesting. I didn't even know that was a thing, a possibility. I just assumed somehow she'd find it again, or maybe because there's like two, because she was, or I don't know, maybe I just, I don't know, it never even occurred to me. So that's really interesting. And uh, yeah, we will, uh, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. They really put in that effort to make the writing good. And, yeah. uh, but I think she'll be great. Yeah. I'm, I already love her, even though she only said two words. <laughs> I don't know her facial expressions, her body expressions, everything that everything about the way she was acting made me think that I'm really going to like her uh, upcoming as the doctor. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, great. Well, we'll be excited to cover that should again find out, but I don't think they gave a specific date. It's going to yeah. be this year sometime. And I think, it's going to be in the spring, but I don't know exactly when. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Well, cool. Well, we will get back uh, now. Once the holidays are over, get back to rewatching. So we'll start season two and uh, that'll be really fun. So let yeah. us know in the comments section what you thought of this Christmas special. If you enjoyed it, if you were met on it, or if you didn't like it, put in the comments section, let us know and uh yeah thanks so much uh wow if you were giving a score like one to ten what would you give this one i think i would give it a nine or a nine and a half i want to give it a perfect score but i guess because of the fact that everything wasn't immediately clear to me and i'm gonna have the to testimony watch it stuff to figure out exactly what was going on in some parts i feel like i can't quite give it a perfect score but as far as pure enjoyment i just i loved the episode so I feel cool. like it needs to be really high for me. Cool. Awesome. I would give it like a seven and a half. I think I'd give it, okay. but, and that's coming from a person who maybe didn't quite get everything. So yeah. take it with a I grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. So, but that did really annoy me about the, and I also feel like, like who are we in such divisive times to be like, we're so much more elevated than like the people in the past. Uh, you know, it's just what, what your, what lens you're looking through, uh, that we have still have some of those same problems even now. Uh, but um, I, I get that. I don't think that's what they were going for though. Yeah. Because of the fact that it wasn't because of the fact that it was the doctor looking at his his own past self. If it had been a different character, then I could, then I would understand exactly where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But because at least me thinking back to how I used to think about some things in the past, 
if I met a past version of myself, I would not like how a past version of myself thought about many things. Yeah. And I totally get where the doctor is coming from. Meeting someone who he doesn't agree with how he used to think in certain areas. Yeah. Makes sense. I can see that. So, all right. Well, thanks so much. Uh, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube and pretty much any social media at John J. North. Yeah, definitely. I'll have that link in the description section and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews here on YouTube. And uh, I just published yesterday my uh, video on ranking 41 animated films from 2017. I bet you didn't even know that there were 41 animated films, but there were, and I ranked them and it was really fun. So check that out. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff coming up this week. Uh, we're going to be talking a bunch of best of the year lists and thoughts and fun stuff. And uh, so it's, it's going to be good. <laughs> so thanks again. I really appreciate you joining me and uh, we will be talking Dr. Who again soon. Okay. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>